Another day, another dollar here in post-pandemic America. And we have so many different news stories to cover that we're doing this as a live stream over on talk and hopefully get to all the issues and all the stories that we've been covering for the last several days. Uh, so first and foremost, of course, Litecoin, which is the world's first altcoin. Uh, Litecoin launched in 2011, about two years after Bitcoin launched. And it was uh, developed by a person who at the time was an engineer at Google, this man, Charlie Lee. And then he left sometime, late, sometime later and he became one of the top executives at Coinbase. And he still talks about Litecoin and supports it to this day. And so again, that halving, which happens every four years or so, it occurred successfully the other day and it cut the supply of, uh, of Litecoins that, it cut the supply of Litecoins that are offered to miners when they solve a block. It cut that in half, so it makes the new supply of Litecoin out there more rare. And aside from Bitcoin and Ether, Litecoin is the only crypto that I hold at this moment in time. And with few exceptions, I haven't been taken in by many of the NFT or uh, altcoin scams. And regardless of where Litecoin's price goes, today or in the future, it's not a scam. It is, again, the second oldest crypto aside from Bitcoin itself. And the Google engineer who coded it, he thought he was making an improvement over Bitcoin's economics and improving the block time, which he thought was kind of uh, economically prohibitive, that waiting at least 10 minutes for a confirmation was simply too long for a lot of online transactions. And so he chose 2.5 minutes. And below 2.5 minutes, some security researchers have suggested uh, there's security vulnerabilities. So there's a benefit to having a longer block time. But again, 10 minutes was quite arbitrary. According to Charlie Lee, anyways, the 10 minutes was pretty arbitrary. And Bitcoin was experimental software. And Satoshi may not have thought it through all that fully, right? Because it just takes too long to confirm those transactions for certain, uh, certain online use cases. And that's not to say I'm anti-Bitcoin. I think what Bitcoin has accomplished is incredible. But I don't think they have a monopoly on anything at all. I think they have a great brand and it's the most accepted crypto. But I don't think crypto is a monopoly kind of uh, environment. I don't think it will ever be. So moving on from Litecoin, now that we covered the Litecoin having properly. Uh, continue to see updates on this NK99, a possible room temperature superconductor. And an increasing number of people that I don't know and don't care about are trying to silence me on Twitter and TikTok. Very passionately trying to silence me and talking down to me, even though I'm a university educated journalist and researcher, you know, obviously my background is not in superconductor materials, but have a degree and know how to analyze stuff and have done more difficult things in the past. Then read a pre, you know, peer review science paper that took all of 10 minutes to read. And so the level of pushback from, again, these people who have taken no interest in any of my previous content, I call them drive-by commenters. No interest in me before I started talking about LK99. I think they're paid. I think either big oil or maybe even a government, maybe even Saudi Arabia or Russia or the United Arab Emirates or uh, any of these states in, in the Gulf, actually, because if oil really is disrupted by LK99, 
it's it's a big this is like their crypto right just like the central banks are scared of crypto i think oil companies if they're not on top of this yet they're going to be scared of this and people have asked me what do i mean by you can you can create electricity with it i'm not an engineer nor am i an expert in this area but we all remember electromagnetic uh electromagnetic power generators from like eighth or ninth grade science, right? You know how that works. If you don't, you can refresh your memory on Wikipedia. Basically, you take a magnet and wrap a coil around it. And then when you spin the thing, it, it creates electricity. Uh, simplifying it a little bit, but most people are familiar with the experiment and they're familiar with that setup. So if you do that with, instead of some low grade, you know, ferromagnetic, some low grade iron magnet, Instead of doing that, if you have, you know, a block of LK99 that's spinning in the middle, or if you use LK99 as the transmission vector, right, if you could build a wire with LK99 in it, where you have no loss of electricity over time, I just think you would see a quantum jump in terms of our, our electricity capability, in terms of our energy output as a civilization. It would jump maybe 5 or 10x which is huge. If something comes along that increases the efficiency of energy and the ability to transmit it or generate it by five or 10 X, that's a massive gain for civilization. And uh, it would also improve the efficiency of existing power generation. Things like solar and wind power. If you have to transmit that electricity at a distance to customers, again, it makes it suddenly cost effective. And to be sure, it'll take years to get there. But to just say, don't talk about this, it's been debunked. No, it has not been debunked at all. The New York Times just days ago uh, put out an article about it, calling it the superconductor of the summer. And articles have come out in some other publications. And just, what, 12 hours ago, it came out that scientists in China have found that exposing the sample to oxygen in the last hours of the production process, rather than keeping it in the vacuum the whole time, might actually make for a stronger sample. Then there is another team that realized that substituting gold, uh, gold for the copper that's called for in the original recipe, that that might make a better sample also. And from the samples that have been produced so far, they are seeing incredible effects. I mean, the New York Times article chose a screenshot of one of the samples levitating it shows that as the image on their post about this. New York Times. That's not good enough for you guys. New York Times. So again, I, understand, I don't understand the passion of these commenters that over the years have taken zero interest in any of our content. And then we're covering this possible superconductor that you might be able to make just using, you know, a university level lab. And something that might compete with the oil companies might actually put them out of business within a number of years. And to get this level of pushback, hey, I don't have the answers, but nor, nor does, you know, so-and-so stay-at-home dad who's on my ass 24-7. Like, it just feels like there's an agenda, right? It's like, I don't have the answers, but nor does anybody else. That's why it's being experimented on all over the world. And you can't say it's been debunked because it's not some specific claim. It's not like Trumpy stood up one day and said LK99 is going to do A, B, and C. And now we have to debunk it like it's a Snopes article. We don't. This is an exciting moment and more and more data is coming out. And again, the original recipe might just be a starting place. And the same way that today we're aware of flights still. We still use the technology that the Wright brothers introduced. 
yet we're not using anything similar to their flyer. When you get on an airplane, it has nothing in common with the Wright brothers' invention, aside from the wings exist, right? Aside from it uses wings, it literally shares nothing in common. And so this technology could mutate and advance very quickly, in my opinion. Uh, so the other couple of things we want to talk about, Disease X, this weird story, Disease X, where they say, oh, there's no new pandemic. We just are labeling a hypothetical pandemic, Disease X. Okay, whatever. But then it came out that, that they considered D Disease X. It came out that they may consider Disease X to be this new hemorrhagic fever out of Africa, which has a fatality rate of close to 30%. And it came out in mainstream media that uh, labs in the UK have begun designing a vaccine to combat this hemorrhagic fever if it were to take off around the world. Then they kind of covered it up. They went from that was what disease X is to, oh, don't worry, disease X is again just us branding that in the future there might hypothetically be another pandemic. Well, that's not what they said at first. Again, they said that disease X was this new hemorrhagic fever and that they were readying uh, imminent human trials of a vaccine against it. That was the first round of articles. And then they literally changed the story. And so as people who are not BS artists and aren't part of the establishment here at Fulcrum, we're not the establishment, we're just saying, hey, what happened there? Why did you completely, why did you completely change what you said Disease X was? And here we have uh, a tweet from D.D. Denslow, who is a chemist who lives in England. British chemist, followed by more than 50,000 people. And his tweet, he said, quote, he's quoting one of the scientists who was talking about disease X. Quote, hopefully we can prevent a pandemic, but if we can't and we have to respond, then we have already started developing vaccines and therapeutics to crack it, end quote. And so his tweet, he says, Jenny Harries on creating a cure for an unknown non-existent disease. Makes sense, yeah? Same as what I've been saying. How does that make sense? They say there's no new disease, don't worry. And yet they're already testing a vaccine for the new pandemic. How is that possible? They're literally saying they're already testing a new vaccine and they're about to test it on 24 human subjects. What is the virus you're vaccinating against? Why won't you tell us? So that's disease X in a nutshell. And that was trending all over social media earlier today. And uh, other than that, the UFO story is fascinating, but got nothing new on that front. These weird, weird whistleblowers before Congress last week opened up a lot of rabbit holes. And uh, as we dig deeper into that, definitely get our Substack. Definitely add your email, put a link in description so you can get our email research updates. So that's it. See you guys again soon. You're listening to Fulcrum News, real news from America and around the world. Fulcrumnews.com slash subscribe to get our premium membership and updates via email.